the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome into the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in again for Bruce Hooley. And uh, thank you for making me a part of your day. In just a few minutes, we're going to talk with an Ohio attorney who has been active in fighting for medical freedom, personal liberties, while exposing state and federal politicians who fudged numbers, hid information during COVID. At 1135, I'll be joined by Adam Hewitt, set an alarm. Adam has been around Ohio and D.C. politics for almost 20 years and worked for a few members of Congress. We'll wrap about that 24 U.S. Senate race and uh, get into the discussion about what it means to be a Republican in 2023. At 1206, Mike Hartley, president of Swing State Strategies, will call in and give us his thoughts on the 24 races for the White House and the Senate and whether he believes Mike DeWine will veto a critical bill that the General Assembly passed yesterday with a supermajority in both chambers. Then at 1235, our friend, Mark Weaver, he will be here, former Deputy Attorney General of Ohio. He will unpack the contents of his latest article published by Newsweek on whether President Joe Biden should be impeached. But before we get to all of that, I want to bring in Tom Renz. Tom is an Ohio attorney who made a name during the U.S. and Ohio COVID response a time when government officials decided who could work, who couldn't, where we could stand, uh, what time our curfew was. And, of course, they mandated masks and pushed the COVID vaccine. Uh, Tom, welcome to The Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this morning, sir? Doing great, Jack. And, I mean, uh, you know, talking to you, you were also a leading voice in this. I mean, you were you were a huge, huge voice in this whole uh, this whole truth movement. Thank uh, early you. on. So glad to talk to you. Thank you. It, it, that means the world to me. You know, I just probably did what you did. I just started looking at the numbers and using some common sense and going, wait a minute, this just doesn't add up. And actually, I remember talking with you, Tom. Uh, it was in Western Ohio outside of an event. And I know that you were just getting into the swing of things then. And fast forward to today, time flies. You tweeted something that caught my attention uh, that you testified in front of Marjorie Taylor Greene, and some of what you shared there, it appears, uh, has been confirmed or parroted by Rand Paul in recent statements that he's made about Anthony Fauci. Can you unpack from a 30,000-foot level what you meant in that tweet and and what Rand Paul is saying? Yeah, so, I mean, we have the the case uh, up in New York against EcoHealth Alliance for the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the Wuhan uh, laboratory. The thing that you got to understand about this and the thing that not enough people are recognizing or talking about is that while Anthony Fauci is a bad guy, for sure, and probably belongs under Gitmo, and while this was created, at least in part, in Wuhan, 
The reality is, is that the funding and the support and the technology behind this sort of this sort of gain of function work was it, it all came from the U.S. government. The CIA and the Defense Department were actually the people behind funding and pushing this. This is part of the U.S. biological weapons program. And, you know, the difference between gain-of-function work and biological weapons development is only the intent. It's the exact same process. It's the exact same work. And legally, the only difference is, is that they've carved out this kind of uh, backhanded mechanism to justify doing bioweapons work by saying it's gain-of-function and we're just trying to uh, create a vaccine. The reality is, is that in either event, you're taking viruses, you're taking these pathogens, and you're making them more dangerous, more transmissible. And, uh, you know, whether you claim that it's so that you can develop a vaccine or whether you claim so that it's, you know, you're developing a biological weapon, it's just two sides of the same coin. And what Rand Paul uh, recognized that was critical, because he wasn't all the way there, he's, he, he's not fully where he needs to be on this, but he recognized that the CIA DOD were actively involved in the funding of this, which is a crucial, crucial step forward for us. You know, this is a dystopian novel. <laughs> it sounds like something John Grisham and Tom Clancy would have partnered up on and wrote about. And if I'm hearing you correctly, oh. it's bioweapons essentially being developed, funded by the CIA Department of Defense, and they're doing it in China. L- let me ask this silly question, if I may. I- is it your belief that this thing accidentally got out and so they meaning the u.s government china tried to cover their tracks by talking about the wet market and all of these other things well so understand that there's a little bit of speculation here and so i will always distinguish between what i can prove Mm -hmm. and what i believe um you know for a long time i gave that benefit of the doubt but at this point, in light of the fact, one of the things that I released uh, when I was at Marjorie Taylor Greene's hearing, and I actually did something that no attorneys do. I put my name on a declaration under penalty of perjury. So normally an attorney will let someone else testify. I actually, because I had to protect the whistleblower involved, put my name on a declaration. And uh, that declaration allowed me to, to introduce a medical record from the year 2014, and I, I testified under penalty of perjury that I did the due diligence I felt necessary and appropriate to verify that that record was accurate. And I can tell you that it was obtained through a mechanism. The chain of custody is rock solid. Um, I absolutely stand behind that record. That was a medical record for a soldier for, stationed at Fort Riley, Kansas. And in 2014, on five separate encounters, so he went to the doctor five separate times, and it was different doctors, so different people entered this into those medical records. So there's five different uh, you know, instances of this. It said right at the top, uh, Moderna COVID-19 vaccination. Why would there be five separate entries into his medical record? In the year 2014, it said Moderna COVID-19 vaccination. How could that be? That couldn't even be a mistake, right? Because in the year 2014, this didn't exist, except it looks like it did. So five different times, multiple people, because this was more than one person that gave him this jab, entered Moderna COVID-19 vaccination into his medical record. So 
you know, does this prove it? No. I suppose there's some possibility that there could be some obscure way that this was. But this indicates that this was in existence long before what we were told that it was in existence. When I see things like that and then I couple it with things like Event 201, uh, you know, all the different tabletop exercises, uh, there's there's been numerous documents out there showing that a lot of PPE was being bought and sold well before the COVID uh, was ever announced publicly in the years before. Right. Uh, you see some of these different things. I, I got to tell you, I can't prove it yet, but I'm pretty firmly of the belief that this was not an accidental release. I think it was intentional. Wow. That's staggering. Um I'm going to ask you a question I didn't intend to ask you. Do you ever worry for yourself? I mean, you're 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 kind of doing the thing that I've I've heard one other person do it. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's he's not apologetic. He says, you know, the government killed my uncle and probably killed my dad. Do you ever worry for yourself? Uh, you know. I don't have time to think too much about that. I mean, we've been through all the death threats. And at this point, you know, I've kind of, I'm three and a half years in. Uh, if they shoot me, hopefully I become a martyr. Uh, and if they don't, I'm going to keep fighting. So it's kind of one of those things where, uh, I, you know, a lot of people, if you actually get the time to know me, you'll understand that I've said repeatedly, I'm willing to die on this hill. Mm-hmm. My sons, I have two sons, they're 13 and 11. And I look at the world we're handing them. And I look at, you know, I've got friends who got kids. I look at their kids. Um, I am 1,000% dead serious when I tell you that I will die on this hill if I have to. But my goal is not to die on the hill, it's to win. But I can't win this fight unless I go where the evidence takes me and go after the true evil. And the true evil here, uh, we have, to my to my belief, if we look in the United States, uh, the people that are paying off the facilitators are paying off our intelligence agencies and our Department of Defense. The Department of Defense, when you went, went out and got your COVID jab, and I know you didn't jab, but when, when, uh, when people went out and got this, you didn't get a Pfizer jab or a Moderna jab. You got a Department of Defense jab. The Department of Defense bought these to create an extra level of indemnification and immunity for uh, for Pfizer and Moderna. This whole thing was ran through the Department of Defense and the intelligence agencies. This That's not disputable. We've got all the documents on that. We've got the contracts. Uh, again, what Rand Paul said... We've got about 30 seconds pushing, before the break, Tom. So go ahead, and then we'll, we'll pick this up yeah, on the other side. Go ahead. Is that this was and, this was and is a U.S. operation... And we have to have accountability and transparency for our Department of Defense and our intelligence agencies, or it's going to happen again. Talking with Tom Renz of Renz Law on uh, the United States government and COVID. Stay tuned on the other side of the break. We'll be back with more. Hey, are you seeking a lucrative side hustle? The Alpha Beta Report is your golden ticket. They've cracked the code on turning humble accounts into towering assets. Get educated, get empowered, and let your money work wonders. Dive in at alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. Thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your support of the Ohio Press Network. 
I am uh, talking with Ohio attorney Tom Renz. You can follow him on Twitter at Renz, R-E-N-Z, Tom, T-O-M, at Renz, Tom. Uh, Before we went to break, Tom unpacked some of his findings and essentially said the CIA, the Department of Defense, is is really responsible for the release of COVID. He believes, and he said this is his opinion, uh, that it was released intentionally. Uh, So, Tom, we have eight minutes, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to ask you, and then I'm going to ask you. That way we can keep it in. This is for me, (laughs) to keep me in line. Um, I want to ask you here in a second, what will happen in January with Anthony Fauci on January 8th and January 9th? What's next for you in your case? And I want to make sure we get the name of that. And then on the back end, I want to make sure that you plug to listeners how they can follow you and keep a pulse on what you're doing in your case and what you may be uncovering with COVID. So let's go to Fauci. Uh, Cheryl Atkinson reports that on January 8th and 9th, 2024, uh, seven hours of testimony uh, per day will be given. Uh, This is a recorded interview, questions and answers uh, from to Anthony Fauci, answers from Anthony Fauci, from uh, the subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, And then there's going to be a public hearing at a date to be named later. So I guess my question is, what do you think will happen? Is this going to be kind of the salacious stuff that the press sells and the government sells? Meanwhile, not talking a lot about the CIA and the DOD. Yeah, I think Fauci's being set up. I mean, and no one deserves it more, right? So I, you know, I don't want people to misunderstand. Fauci belongs under Gitmo, but he's being set up to be the fall guy here. Hmm. Now, the interesting thing is going to be whether or not, uh, you know, his connections with the CIA and that sort of stuff are properly developed and whether or not there's follow-up in that area. And my guess is no. You know, Brad Wenstrup's in charge of the COVID committee. The reason MTG had the hearing is because he won't let anybody ask any real questions about vaccine injuries or anything else. He got $168,000 from Big Pharma in the 2022 election cycle, plus whatever the GOP got. You know, he's he's basically, uh, you know, covering for this. There's no real anything coming out of this committee. But because because of what we did with the MTG hearing, you know, that got way too much coverage. And now this tweet and these other things, it's getting way too much traction. CIA does not want people looking at them. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to allude to his connection. They're going to give no more than they feel like they have to give to keep people satisfied, to give some sort of a plausible explanation. Mm-hmm. And then uh, try and move on. And, you know, the headlines will be Fauci this, Fauci that, Fauci spent six months in jail, you know, but I mean, it's not going to be anything real. The big thing, I think, you know, you asked about my safety. You want to talk about a guy who ought to be looking over his back? It's Fauci, because Fauci is a smart guy, and he knows where the bodies are buried. Right. So the only reason he survived this long is because of that. But if he becomes too big of a liability, you know, I don't think Fauci being Epstein is out of the question. You know, so I think we have to – Fauci is really going to have a a tough road ahead of him. But for my part, and I'm just – telegraphing my strategy here Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't really care. I'm going to continue to bring this back to who's accountable. I'm just telling you right now, CIA, DOD, you guys, you're, you're in the crosshairs. We're going to keep going. I'm going to eventually get the lawsuit developed that needs to be developed. But, you know, for people who I ask, because a lot of people say, you know, Renz, why don't you just sue them? Well, you've got to understand something. The way the courts and the way the law is structured, these guys, the courts don't want to hear the hard cases. They right. don't want to hear the court. We saw this early on in COVID. You know, they don't want these real tough cases. So what I have to do 
They spend months, sometimes even years, developing fact patterns and developing the the situation where politically we can actually get something done when we go to court. That may take years. I don't care if it takes the rest of my life. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, eventually, you know, we'll have all these cases in courts wherever we can, and we will get justice for everybody. But it's not a fast process. And, you know, we found very early on that if we don't lay the proper groundwork, if we don't have people aware, if we don't have the public demanding justice, it's a, it's an almost impossible tow. And the press doesn't carry any water for you. I mean, let's make no mistake about that. There's oh, no. a similar pattern here as there is with Hunter Biden. We're, we're getting the salaciousness. He spent all of his money on hookers and drugs, but they don't want to go as far back to show that, well, money actually was given to the aunt and the aunt stroked a check to Joe Biden. So they don't want to talk about that. Yeah. They're going to sell the sizzle and not the steak. Um, we've got about a minute and a half here. Uh, what's next for you? Give us the name of your case. Tell our listeners where they can find you and follow you. And then I want to make sure that we make a commitment to have you back on so that we can unpack more of this. I appreciate it, Jack. Uh, I mean, so TomRems.com is the main spot where we put about everything we can put. Uh, We're always looking for donations and funding. You know, I mean, we don't we don't all of our work is funded by by donations. I mean, we almost never bill anybody for our work. That's why, you know, people like, why don't you do more? Well, there's 24 hours in a day and hundreds of thousands of people reaching out to us constantly. So. Uh, TomRuns.com, follow us on social media. The case, uh, the, the biggest case, uh, the case that I believe brought Fauci down is the EcoHealth case. That's being litigated by uh, Patty Finn and Matha is involved. There's a bunch of people involved in it. Um, I'm behind the scenes on a lot of cases. Uh, some of them I can talk about, some of them I can't. We don't really have time for it right now. Uh, but you can be assured that I'm involved with everything from J6, which we're going to be announcing some stuff coming up to uh, COVID, to election, to southern border. If it's freedom, we're in it. And we're going to continue fighting until we get our country back and until these guys who are behind all this stuff are paying. He is Tom Renz. He's an attorney from Ohio. You can uh, go to TomRenz, R-E-N-Z dot com. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Renz, R-E-N-Z, Tom, T-O-M. And uh, he has a a substack, TomRenz.substack.com. Uh, Tom, thank you for joining us today, and uh, we'll have you back soon. Thanks a lot, Jack. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. God bless you. Keep fighting the good fight, brother. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. That's uh, that's sensational stuff, isn't it, Jeff? I mean, that kind of makes your head spin, kind of makes you go, man, oh, man, Shevitz, where where are we at in this world? Um, it's just it's staggering. So thank you, Tom, for unpacking everything that you did very succinctly. And uh, we'll, we'll have you back on to talk about this uh, equal health case. That's a it's a huge case. Uh, but listen, up next, I will be joined by Adam Hewitt. Adam has almost 20 years of experience in Ohio politics and D.C. politics. He's worked for a couple uh, congressmen. And uh, we're going to talk 24 races. And what does it mean to be a Republican? Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.